Welcome to Briefly Creative, a podcast that explores insights, stories, and frameworks for living a meaningful creative life. I'm your host, Greg Gunn. I have mixed feelings about AI. There's this tremendous opportunity for its use in our world to really help people. And there's also a tremendous opportunity for its use to exploit people. And like many novel inventions before it, we will probably find a variety of ways to both improve and hurt ourselves with AI. So overall, I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm not here to offer a hot take. I'm here to share what I learn in hopes that it will help you along your own creative journey. So with that said, here's how I'm currently using AI tools to improve my creative process. Of all the AI-based tools available at my fingertips, I get the most use out of ChatGPT, which is probably not a surprise. There are other more specialized products that do some things better, which I'll get to later, but bite for bite, I find ChatGPT the most useful. And let me preface all this by stating that I'm far from an expert with this tool. I'm just a designer who's experimenting and sharing my findings. Also, I don't use AI to write my newsletter or this podcast, mostly because I enjoy writing and ChatGPT kind of sucks at it. At a high level, I use ChatGPT as a sounding board for ideas, strategy, and really as a research assistant. And I find that providing it with context-specific requests yields the best results. So for instance, I chatted with it about how to grow my newsletter. You know, the one that you are hopefully subscribed to, adjacent to this podcast. Anyway, instead of asking, how do I grow a newsletter? I instead opened the door for contextual questions. Something along the lines of, Dear ChatGPT, I write a newsletter about design and growth as a creative professional. Can you help me come up with some ideas for lead magnets that will help me grow it? But before you offer any suggestions, what questions do you have for me? And ChatGPT's reply, certainly I can assist you in brainstorming ideas for lead magnets for your newsletter focused on design and growth for creative professionals. To provide the most relevant suggestions, I have a few questions. It then listed a series of questions about my target audience, content focus, format, available time, budget, and skill set. And as I continued to chat with it and refine those parameters of what I was looking for, all the replies were framed within that narrowing context, which I think is really helpful. I will sometimes go back and forth several times answering specific questions to further sharpen those responses. And this is my go-to approach for most research and conversational tasks with ChatGPT. Beyond research and strategy, I've also found use for ChatGPT in other areas. And mind you, it's not a bulletproof replacement for doing the work myself, but it gets me 80% there. And here are just a few quick examples. So for design work, talking through design problems that I get stuck on, surprisingly helpful. It also links to relevant articles and example solutions that might help me get unstuck. Generating outlines, generating wireframes and placeholder copy, writing copy options for buttons and CTAs. That last one is uh, actually pretty great. Sometimes it's just a matter of finding the right verb to use. I even uploaded a screenshot of my newsletter landing page, explained my goal for it, and asked ChatGPT to critique the design. 
Thanks for that tip, Ricky, by the way. And to my surprise, it surfaced a few improvements that I hadn't thought of. Kind of awesome. For content purposes, it's a great editor and grammar checker for my newsletter, though I sometimes ignore it because I like to write how I like to write. I use it to come up with subject line ideation and iterate on that. Again, it doesn't quite nail it, but it's all about finding the right word. I use it a lot in my podcast to help generate summaries, to create unique conceptual artwork for each episode. And what I love more than anything, generating alt text for images on my site and in my newsletter. Going even further beyond research, writing bad copy, and roasting my website, I've also found that ChatGPT is kind of decent at creating learning paths. And here's an example of what I mean by that. I'm interested in developing my product design leadership skills. And to help me do that, I've started a ChatGPT conversation that provides a learning roadmap. And it's filled with relevant links, project assignments, and an ongoing coach to help me define and meet my goals. And for the more specific needs, I've found two apps particularly useful. The first one is otter.ai. It's a freemium app whose selling point is really about recording meetings, transcribing them, and then summarizing the key points, which sounds really great, but I have no need for it personally. Instead, I use otter.ai to record my thoughts when I go on morning walks with my dog, Lucy. We'll go for a 30-minute stroll, and I will talk to myself like some kind of lunatic about ideas for my newsletters and topics that I think might be interesting. And all the while, otter.ai is recording it. The best part is that by the time I get home, I have a summary of my ramblings that I can review to see if there's anything interesting to build on. Huge time saver for me. The second app is headliner.app, and it is fantastic at transcribing audio, identifying sound bites, and creating audiograms to share on social media for podcasts. And I use it to do just that, alongside generating transcripts for every podcast episode, which I should remind you, brieflycreative.fm is our website where you can read those transcripts. Not so long ago, I met up with some friends that I hadn't seen in a while, and at some point, ChatGPT came up. We swap stories about how much we use it until someone brought up how excited they were about what the counterculture will do in response to AI. Perhaps physical design tools will rise, and maybe there will be a revival in the analog art scene. Personally, I have no interest in not working hard. I don't want AI to do it all for me. That sounds incredibly boring. The way I see it, AI tools are taking their baby steps. They can mimic words and pictures we tell them, but that's about it. I can't wait to see how artists break AI and use it for things that it was not designed for, and in ways that we can't even fathom yet. Thanks for joining me today. You can find more info, show notes, and a transcript of this episode at brieflycreative.fm. And if you enjoyed what you heard, consider rating and reviewing the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to it. It would mean the world to me and really help the show out. Also, we have a weekly newsletter. You can read more about the episode and find fun, relevant links to things like tutorials, tools, and other useful creative adjacent stuff that I find. Thanks again for listening. And remember, what worked for someone else may not work the same way for you but there's always something to learn from it. See you next time.